0: And let's get ready for another episode of So Yesterday. And hi, everybody. Welcome back to So Yesterday. I go by the name of D. Just. And yeah, welcome to the show. As usual, you know, we're just. Testing out some stuff.
1: Yeah, guys. Hey, guys. uh, Episode three. Happy episode three. This week's episode, we got a really, really good topics as usual. And as what you just said, we are testing out a bunch of sound effects. So bear with us on this episode. We're going to be doing some, uh, you know, some uh, what's the word, dude? Some tests. Some new, new, new new things. Yeah, we're doing some new things. So. So, yeah, so if you hear a bunch of random sound effects, that's where it's coming from. So, But on today's episode, man, I'm so glad to be once again doing this episode with you, Djust. And to the listeners out there, we appreciate your support, as always. And we got a really, really hot episode this week. And we're going to be talking about a bunch of different topics, as usual. Uh, but first off, we're going to be talking about the friend zone. You guys know... What the friend zone is, but we're going to be going into details about the friend zone. We're, I'm actually going to explain the definition of the friend zone, the actual definition of the friend zone, the uh, Urban Dictionary and the actual Webster
0: Dictionary.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, and we're going to be talking about our experiences being in the friend zone and how it makes us feel. I mean, DJ, I'm sure you and I both have been in the friend zone. Is that correct? Of course. I'm a human being too, Jeff. Yeah. And then we're gonna be telling stories of how being in the friend zones has, you know, basically affected us in our daily lives, you know how you know, how it made us feel and whatnot. For the next segment we're gonna be going over grudges. And I'll talk about what grudges are, what the definition of a grudges and how they impact friendships and future relationships. And we're gonna be telling stories of how we held grudges, why we held a grudge. And so on. Or we're gonna be telling about someone else who held a grudge against you. I got a really good story, and you guys don't want to miss that. So that's going to be a really hot topic, um just. Can't wait for that. And can't wait
0: for an eater, shoot.
1: Second to last wait. yeah, second to last segment, we're gonna be talking about what makes a good leader. Talk about the traits that make a good leader. And then we're gonna talk about the times we have been leaders in our lives, which there are plenty of times. And then we're gonna talk about how important leaders are. Today in life. So, and then we're gonna end the episode by talking about the Q and A segment as usual. Like I told last week's episode, we're gonna be it's gonna be a daily thing well weekly thing, and we're gonna be answering questions brought in by the listeners and you guys. So, stay tuned for that. And without further ado, let's get started. All right, the Just Friend Zone. So. Basically, I'm going to start off by saying the Urban Dictionary's definition of the friend zone, and I looked this up the other night, and the top Urban Dictionary definition of the friend zone says, a particularly aggravating, metamorphical place that people end up when somebody they're interested in only wants to be friends. It is impossible to get over someone while in the friend zone because, as friends... You still see them too often for them to be erased from your memory, and yet you cannot be with them the way you want. So that's an Urban Dictionary definition, and as you guys can see, that definition is pretty, pretty, what's the word, vague? I mean, pretty self-explanatory if you ask me. But the actual definition via Webster is a situation in which a friendship exists between two people, one of whom has an unreciprocated romance or sexual interest in the other. I'm unreciprocated. So a little big word there. And I was looking this up too um, on the Wikipedia, and they also call the friend zone nice guy syndrome because I don't know about you, just but I think that guys get friend zoned more than girls. Do you, Is that true? Is that
0: statement true, dude? Yes, that can be true in certain situations, but however... I think it takes two parties to make the friend zone actually an, actually become a thing. For example, the friend zone does not happen until one party actually acts on the other party. So meaning, it takes two people to be, to be friends. Yes, usually. that's true, dude. Yeah, usually, but let's put this in retrospective. Let's say you like a girl... And then the next day, she stops talking to you. This kind of goes back to our, you know, section on ghosting a little bit. But, uh... Well, yeah, ghosting. Which is, uh, we did talk about that last season. kind of weird because ghosting and friend zone kind of fall mm-hmm. in the same category a little bit.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess you're right in that sense. Yeah, yeah.
0: But how hard is it for s- some people to actually get the message when a girl or a guy has left them unread.
1: I don't know, dude.
0: I, Have bro, you mean, ever been in a situation where a girl's typing and all of a sudden... Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen that multiple because times. More, multiple times she wants to say something but she's being nice by not saying it.
1: Or she's typing a very long time and oh, you start yes. freaking out, dude. Like, oh shit, she's going to be saying something I don't want to hear, you know. Or some shit like that. So (laughs) freaking out, dude. Oh, God. Ah, That's horrible. Just think about that, man. But damn, dude. But, dude, you know, I don't know about you, man, but I've been friend zoned a few times, only a few times in my life. And I kind of want to go into a story about this one girl who really, really friend zoned me. I mean, she was weird. Like very very weird. We never really met in person because every time, um, I'm gonna, uh, you know, every time she uh, asked to hang out, I would be like, okay, cool. And then a few days, probably like the day before, she always tells me, oh, nope, busy. Like every single time. And then we end up not meeting. And I, th- I think I remember doing something that pissed her off, and then we stopped talking. So basically, we basically both ghosted each other. So. But I'm going to tell the story about how it started, though. Alright, so this girl, I'm going to tell her first and last name. Her name was Keaton R. Jones. Keaton Rebecca Jones. And don't ask me why I know that middle name, too, because she posted it on her Facebook page. Anyway, this girl I matched with originally on Bumble, and we started talking via Bumble, because on Bumble, I don't know if anyone knows, but Bumble is a dating app where the girls have to message this guy first. So... And that's the reason why I like Bumble. Well, because, you know, I always, I always don't know what to say to the girl firsthand. So, but... Damn, dude, we're talking about dating apps now. <laughs> but, yeah. dude, I'm on so many dating apps. But, anyway, <laughs> I'm going off on a tangent. Anyway, so I matched with Keaton, and we both went to Kent State at the time. She, we matched her about a few years ago, like, maybe like back in 20, 2019, actually. Yeah. And at the time, we were both still students at Kent State, and... I was just finishing up my degree. I had a year and a half left, and we met. And she had a two and a half years left, so she was majoring in. No, she had a concentration. Concentration in, I believe she wanted to become a park ranger. Oh, environmental studies or something. Some stupid. I shit believe or I've heard
0: this story before.
1: And so this girl named Keaton. All right, so she once told me multiple times that she wanted to be a park ranger. And I'm pretty sure she probably got a dream because, you know, park ranger... Fuck, dude, the park rangers. That's kind of dangerous when you think about it. She got eaten up
0: by a bear or... Dude, yeah. Man, what happens if you're a park ranger and you break your ankle and nobody's around? You're just doing a night shift. Like, <laughs> do you just crawl around to... Yeah, the, dude, I don't even day? know. I mean, like... That's a good question, dude. I don't even I know. I I'm assuming they have walkie-talkies, but what if nobody's by their stand for the walkie-talkie? I mean...
1: Questions, no dude, Questions. but this girl though, she but I mean, I probably I'm like I was saying earlier, I think she probably got her dream job because fuck, dude, uh, Goodyear Heights, dude, the park, but I had a sign dude like two few months ago saying they're hiring park rangers, so I'm pretty sure she got her dream job, you know, but I don't even know. But so I didn't hear from her, we talked for a while, then also I don't hear from her, and she comes back almost a year later, text me saying, hey, who is this? And I'm like, hey, it's Cody who we matched with on Bumble, blah, blah. And she texts me back saying, oh, I accidentally blocked you. Yeah. And I was like, huh? I'm thinking to myself, how the fuck do you accidentally block somebody? And when she told me that, I was like, I knew that that girl was the pure definition of weird. And so that's why I didn't hear from her. She didn't ghost me. I mean, I didn't even bother texting her first, but, you know, to see if she was, I, I was blocked. But she told me that I was blocked for whatever reason, dude. And I don't know why. I don't know why I was blocked, though. I mean, I'm still trying to figure, that, to figure that out to this day. But, you know, and pretty much, I mean, most of the time, like I said, other than that, she would, other than, you know, she would just not, what was it say? You know, when I wanted to hang out with me, we never met really. She did really did friendzone me because, I mean, she I never she never really talked about anything. You know, other be more than friends because we never met. But then she started, you know, asking me for advice on the weirdest shit. Like she would always ask me, "Oh, my dad," it was on uh, something about her dad, and it was somewhat weird. But say she was he was she was asking me advice between you because her dad and mom at the time were having problems with their marriage or something and i'm like mm. how am i supposed to give advice on that i'm not have been married my parents are happily married for like as long as i've been born so alive so i mean i can't help you with that and then she would always ask me for help with her homework dude i mean is that the pure definition of a friend zone i mean you ask for nothing talk about nothing but ask for help Can you help my homework she would ask me these questions, like, how would you answer this? Blah blah. That's why she would text me. Like every single like every week she would ask me a question about homework. And I'm like, I'm not fucking doing your homework. I'm sorry. And she's like for weird ass classes, dude. I mean, I'd think that she friends on me, man. But I don't know. What do you think about that?
0: Well, I think if she asked you for help in the homework, usually because you don't know, she could be uh <laughs> possibly not good with school or she might think of you as her Napoleon Dynamite.
1: Oh, hell no. Dude. <laughs> I love that movie, by the way.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know, Choopy. <laughs> yeah, dude. You guys could have had a future with tater tots.
1: Well, I don't know about that way, but you can put it that way, man. It makes it more
0: interesting. Hey, but... <laughs> hey, about there. You guys like tots? You want to take like, my tots? Going out there. But
1: more of the story is, guys... Don't trust the girl who Not asked you girl, for help dude, with homework, man. dude. I mean, that's pretty much it. I mean, we stop, both stop talking, and I know I think she got pissed at me for something. Like I said earlier, I still don't know what it was to this day. I mean, I could go back because to Because He wouldn't
0: solve the fraction quick enough. Mm, yeah, apparently so. And yeah, let's put it that way. Yeah, he wouldn't solve the pie fraction.
1: <laughs> so Keaton, girl, you you weren't. You mean. Maybe. Things didn't work out. I mean, you just acted so weird. No offense. I'm been on the podcast one day. No, dude. She hates my ass, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that's my story about the friend zone. What about you, dude? Have you been friend zoned or have you friend zoned someone in your life, man? If you have any stories, man, feel free to share with the, with the listeners, dude. <sighs>
0: I know you got something, dude. All right, people out there. I got one, one, one one story. It goes back to maybe 2018. And, you know, I think I've been on a pursuit to to get this girl for a very long time. I'm not naming no names. She was a certain singer. Oh, I know who you're talking about. And, you know... Us guys, sometimes we just cannot take the hint. Yeah, that's true, yeah. And, you know, she would keep telling me, you know, you're a good friend of mine, and, you know, I don't see you that way. Oh, I hate that. Those words. I hate those words, dude. You know, and I think as guys, sometimes you just want to be told straight up. Yeah, right. Yep. That's true. Listen, (laughs) you're a good person, but you know what? You're not dating material. I think we just want to be told straightforward the words I don't like you that way. But she kept, you know, stir you know, stirring around the words and yeah, I pretty much got friend zone in the end, when I look at it. But there's always been times where She keeps coming There were times we kept bumping back into each other Because you know where I'm from, Akron, Ohio is a small, small town And Some of the places we hang out at There she is (laughs) So Yeah I got friends on it by her It's all good How did it make you feel though? I mean, when it first happened the very first time Did it make you feel like shit, dude? I mean I mean, it would make me feel like shit, shit, dude. <laughs> well, that's just me, dude. I guess it made me feel a little bit... I guess anything made me feel a little sad to me. But, you know, when I later learned some of the things that were going on, I kind of got over it. <laughs> but that's a long story. Yeah, I don't want to get into Some fine. of the stuff <laughs> that went on later on in the process... Ooh, sheesh. You don't... <laughs> you know, things happen, life goes on, we all mature, and we become better people. I wish her the best. We seem to be doing that to people as I am yeah. in my segments, but hey, you gotta do something, right? <laughs> but yeah, you know, friend zone is part of life, and I always live by these Two miles, you can either adapt to it or you will pretty much become a victim to it. So,
1: yeah, that's pretty much it, dude. Yeah, it sucks. It does suck, man. But I have to, I want to say something really quick, though. I was doing some research, though, on the Friend Zone, man. And there are these, I mean, there are these people out there who say the Friend Zone is just a Abstract concept. It doesn't exist. I mean you could see through, you could see it uh, but it's not there. An <laughs> abstract concept if you know what, what I mean. What the fuck by does that mean? that
0: mean? Are you talking about it's just like an invisible Casper? Yeah, pretty much, ghosting? yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. They're saying that it does not exist in a literal sense. Whoa. And they're saying that the term friend zone is I'm reading this right here, dude. So apparently up here, man, this this uh feminist writer, alright, listen to this says the friend zone is rooted in male
0: narcissism. What do you think of that, dude? I think you about to get us sued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Okay, I can see where she's coming from. Maybe she she she's saying basically that this is probably somebody who's never been friend zoned in a day in her life. So she wouldn't know. She probably got every yeah. guy she's ever pursued. But um that goes back to what i was saying, though. It's easier to get not friend zoned when you're a woman, I think. Sometimes, but maybe I'm wrong because I'm not. I haven't been a, a, a woman before. Yeah, I mean, there are some women that have a harder time getting dates. I mean, I've been, I've seen it in high school. Oh yeah, some really girls good example. Some girls never get asked to proms. Some guys never ask girls out just because of reputations and rumors of what they yeah. heard about them. For example, that Shady Hawkins dance shit. I, don't, I hate that I shit, I never man. got asked once. Me, me neither, Me
1: neither. And I don't give a fuck. So I no. never
0: gave one ounce of fucks about it. I mean, hell. I mean, shit. Shady I mean, Hawkins goes my on, ass.
1: Life, <laughs> life goes on, you know. Just- one time a oh, year when like the that. girls
0: post test boys
1: to the dance. You know that's so stupid, dude. If you ask me, it's like what we were talking about. I was talking about earlier about Bumble, man. How the girls gotta t- messages the guys first. Not, and they're really the same thing in the literal sense. They but fall in the
0: same thing. It, it follows it in the same Shady sense. Shady Hawkins Bumble app, damn. Fucking <laughs> oh, stupid, dude. <laughs> that's why I hate that app. It's a Shady Hawkins app, basically, bro. You know, stupid man. It
1: is what it is. You know, <sighs> shit, dude. Oh, that was a really good segment. You know. I feel like we got the listeners a better understanding of how we experienced friend zone in different ways. So. I hope we did come. I back. hope we did because I want to you come know. back
0: and revisit this topic again. No, <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not I,
1: gonna come I back really to hope this. not. This, it was a good hot topic though, so I'm glad we we're gonna talk about this. If
0: anybody wants to know learn more, more about the friend zone? MTV has a show called The Friend Zone, and they cover all about the friend zone. So you just download MTV's app, and you can watch Friend Zone. What did Justice said. Do that. Yes. Alright. On to the next
1: segment. Alright, next segment is grudges. And grudges are self-explanatory, if you ask grudges me. Grudges
0: are just like ops, basically. We, you kind of have enemies and stuff like that, but you're holding something that happened in the past and you know, basically you do not know how to let go of something.
1: Yeah, pretty much, dude. A persistent feeling of ill will or resentment resulting from past insult or injury.
0: That's the definition of a grudge. Here's death.
1: Here's why why
0: grudges are so dangerous. Because if you hold on to a grudge for a certain period of time, it starts becoming hatred.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Hatred
0: leads towards violence. Mm -hmm. Violence leads toward bigger problems in the future. Excuse my blibbers talk today. It's just not. (laughs) It's not on point today, man. But um, grudges. uh, I've had a lot of grudges in my life, and it's taken a lot of me to let go. But eventually, you did let go, right? (sighs) Yeah, I did. That's good. That's good, dude. Hmm. Dare. Anyway, I had a friend and me and him we we were in a bad situation where I can't I had to realize I can't put it all on him because I kinda put him on the spot to create this situation but me being me I expected him to know better but him he had depression problems so basically long story short he, he ended up sleeping with one of my exes. And he did not see the problem with this. He's basically thought I owned the girl and I was making her to be my property. Huh? I
1: never not even know about this, dude.
0: In the long run, basically, I was telling him before this all happened that I was going to break up with this girl because she was bad news and basically I wanted it to go back to how it was with the guys, basically being guys. Yeah. And um he basically didn't see my point. He said, What about her? I'm like, It's not about her, it's about us. And um he didn't like that. So things start happening and he ends up Pretty much sleeping with her. And I think they pretty much even... Before I even broke up with this girl, he probably cheated on... Uh, well, had sex with her, so... She probably cheated on me, too. But here's the thing. All that stuff's happening. And they don't think I know all this stuff. I'm sitting there looking at all the things going around. I'm observing things. I notice every time he's getting up... He's going, he like I looked to my side once. He's not there. She's not there. It doesn't take a rocket science genius to realize that to put two and two together. They're together, they're somewhere together. They're just very, they're being very sneaky about where they are. But for a long time, I never. I I cut him off. I would stop talking to him. I wouldn't text him. He would text me. But I would not talk to him. I didn't want nothing to do with him. I basically had a grudge towards this kid. And it sucked because we were good friends. And, you know, it was a situation where I knew the family. He knew my, well, my my little family. But anyway, (laughs) anyway, um... You uh, know, we—it's not like a situation where I could be actually look at it and be happy about it. Because like every time we had these Fourth of July parties and stuff like that, he'd be there. Anytime time we would have like a any type of gathering, he and my ex would be there. So yeah, eventually uh Eventually, this goes down to like years go by. Years go by. It it got to be to two thousand and I wanna say maybe seventeen. I wanna say it was just before he was uh he's in his second year of college. And he was on break and um one day it was a weekend and I just texted him, yo, what's up? He got all excited about that. And I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> I just said, yo. Yo, I mean. Yo, hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> so how are you doing? And he wasn't really happy. Uh, but before I ever said to text, he'd been making progress before that. He'd been, you know, hanging. You know, we, we made small steps. We nothing too serious. But, um. I ain't gonna put all the stuff out on blast, but I'm gonna tell you this much. It it took me a long time to forgive him. I'm happy I did forgive him because you don't want to leave anything unsolved. Yes, that's true, dude. In situations like I had, and we have been through hell and back. Now, I know some of you guys out there wondering, what about the girl? Ah, uh, yeah. They're probably what wondering about too. the girl? Yeah, okay. they're probably wondering so, too, yeah. They're probably asking. You guys are wondering, time. did I forgive the girl? Yes. I did. Ooh, that's kind of hard to figure out. But here's the thing. It was not because I wanted to or because I had to. It was because a situation developed when where I kind of had to put my old friend first and do it. So yeah, I've had grudges, and I got a couple more, I have a lot more grudge stories. And some of my grudge stories, there is no happy ending like this one. And and this was really not no happy ending actually. RP. I mean, when you think about it, this could have been solved like way, 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 way back. But hey, shoot, talk to the people.
1: Well, for me, I want to mention um, since my old some old friends I had, I had held a grudge on these guys. I don't associate myself with these assholes because they. Did a bunch of stuff to me that basically made me feel like shit. Long story short, but I'm going to explain in more detail, though. So, basically, I used to work... My second job I had, I worked at Acme Fresh Market. These guys used to work there with me. This was about maybe six years ago. Well, no, yeah, about six or seven... uh, Seven years ago, actually. So... I became friends with these guys, and I don't really care. They're probably not going to hear this podcast. So I'm going to say their names because, you know, I don't give a fuck. They're, I don't associate myself with them, and I don't give a fuck what they, uh, you know. I don't care the fuck if they hear this. So I'm going to mention their names. So I used to be friends with these guys, and they go by the name Jason Ritchie, Justin Dupuy <laughs> and Matt Kogar, who transitioned into a woman uh that's a what? very yeah this guy i used to be friends with he was a guy and i heard from a fellow old co-worker of mine who i'm still friends with shout out to brett he told me that he transitioned into a woman about four years ago and i know i know <laughs> i know <right? laughs> he literally just started dressing like a woman and everything like he wasn't you know he wasn't no uh trans he just started dressing like a woman he was still a guy but he just started wearing women's clothes and everything, and he's calling himself a woman. I know, man. But I've held a grudge against those guys because they basically – I mean, I thought we were all cool, but they would always bully me, call me names – and they basically, we had a group chat going on Facebook, and yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with these people. Yeah, I am. I mean, you you and uh, CJ I met these guys, I was
0: actually really thrilled from Barcelona. they were bullying me
1: when they were with you. They're calling me, tell me I had Aspergers.
0: Yeah, I wanted to kick those guys. The ass. They
1: thought I had uh, autism, Aspergers. They okay. thought I was diagnosed with autism, and I thought, you know, I was living my whole life. Like, oh, it's such an, you're such an aspie Cody, blah, 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 And they would always say, autism, 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 you have autism. Like, it's like, I, you know, <clears throat> tell me I have this shit. And I got so mad at them that I basically held a grudge, and I still do to this day because I hate their asses. And <laughs> um, they, the one of the guys, his name was Steven, he messaged me on Facebook all right, hear this, dude. He This motherfucker messaged me on Facebook last year around, I want to say about June. He's like, I mean, I'm not friends with him, so I had to go through Facebook message requests, dude. Yeah. And I saw him, Stephen McKenzie. And he said, hey, Cody, I'm sorry for how me and the boys acted, treated you. This was literally, he messaged, this dude messaged me like three years after it happened, too. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I want to make it up to you. We should go out and get drinks sometime. And I ever accepted or responded. And, I'm like, and I was just like, dude, are you serious? You really think I would hang out with you fucking assholes after all the shit you put me through? Like, they literally would, they would basically, well, they wouldn't make me. They would make, well, probably just tell me, I'd go, I got buy them alcohol because I was legally allowed to, you know, drink, and they weren't at the time. And you gotta do this, you're supplying this, you know, yeah. And then there if I didn't do it they would just go spread these nasty rumors or something dude about me at work and it's yeah. like and then shit got so weird. And what made things worse dude was I actually had a crush on this girl who I used to work with at Acme. Her name was Felicia, by Felicia. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? And apparently she had her sister, her sister's name was Raquel. Raquel Raquel. Raquel. Raquel, Raquel, I can't fucking say it, dude. Raquel. Yeah, Raquel. And they're Amish. Whoa. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so I used to have a crush, and I couldn't talk to this girl, and I would talk to Jason and Justin and those Matt Kogar and them all those assholes, and they would the one time they embarrassed the shit out of me in front of her, and I never looked the same at them ever since. And the, when the moment they told me, basically, you know. They basically told me, this other guy, this other guy in the group who were friends with them, his name was Aaron, and Aaron told me to kill myself multiple times, and I'm like, I felt like shit, dude, because obviously you're on Facebook Messenger, these people are saying, Cody, you're fucking stupid, you should just kill yourself, multiple times over and over again, dude, and how does that make you feel? It feels like shit, dude, and I couldn't do anything about it. I mean, I could have. I mean, eventually I did, and I basically just said to myself, you know, I'm I'm holding this grudge against you. I I don't hate you. I'm going to stop talking to you. We're not friends anymore. And I don't want to hang out with you. I don't want to associate myself, and I still haven't associated myself with them since, and it was nice to you know, hold that grudge. I mean, because sometimes I feel like having a grudge against certain people for certain things can be a good thing, dude, in my opinion. But, and I know it can be not healthy, but I mean, eventually, recently, though, I eventually learned just to get over it. I mean, they, I mean, I blocked them on all social media. I blocked the phone numbers. I blocked Facebook, Snapchat, you name it, dude. So they came and tried to contact me. So, I mean, I guess I'm kind of over it, but that's one of the grudges. I did hold of them, them a very long time, and I'm so happy I don't associate myself with them, dude. And it was just hard, dude. It was really hard being around those people, but but there was another person and you guys know his name. I talked about him on the Fake Friends segment and he goes by the name of Anthony Salter, if you guys don't remember.
0: Go for this whole government. You know, well, Anthony <laughs> well,
1: is not only a fake friend. I feel like, I don't know if this is true, but I think he's holding a grudge against me to this day. Probably so. Because I didn't like I well, I didn't. I didn't like. that he was always pour his beliefs on me and all that shit. And like, you know, make me well he went in the car and listen to Christian rap or rap and everything dude and I'm just like dude really right
0: about that honey. and I in didn't it, and I
1: didn't like how he was going on about things and I think that he didn't like my comments. I said I said Anthony it's really nice and all that I think I mean I didn't tell that to his face. I just think he thought that I didn't like it, which he assumed right I didn't. Yeah. So I, I think to this day though, the reason why he doesn't talk to me though is just, I think he has a grudge. So he's not only a fake friend, but he needs to um, stop that grudge, dude. If you ask me. Yeah, I mean Anthony's a questionable character. I mean, there were times when we, back when we were friends, that he was awesome. I mean, shit, dude, you and I, CJ, Jacqueline out there multiple times, and he would act kind of weird. You well, remember that? Oh, yeah. He would act different around you guys than he would me. Like if it was just me and him, he would act completely different. But then when you and Sujo be around him and me, he would act completely different, dude. You know? I've noticed that, dude.
0: Well, he's just—he—he's kind of scared of other people sometimes.
1: Yeah, dude, he's a questionable character. I but don't know. He, he's the one who I think is still holding a grudge to this day, like I said earlier, and... But yeah, I really don't care if he holds a grudge against me, because we're not friends anymore, because he's a fake fucking friend, as you guys know already, so... I'm not gonna explain in more detail about that, but I am going to explain in the detail about a current friend who currently holds a grudge against me about something that happened fourteen years ago.
0: Hey bro, you going back way and way back.
1: you guys are know this name and I'ma say it. And the guy who holds the grudge against me to this day is no other than our very good friend CJ. Oh. And CJ's been holding this grudge against me—the whole riverfront situation. I'm telling you, since we were fucking 15, no, no, 14 years old. By the way, the riverfront's no longer open. It's some, some, something different it's now. Something different now. But I'm gonna tell the story of this whole, and from my point of view. So, CJ, if you're listening to this, and I know you're gonna be listening to this episode later. Just so you know, the story I'm telling is from my point of view, so go and give me shit a few days from now when you hear I this I strongly story. invite
0: you to the Saw so Yesterday podcast to tell your side of the story, CJ. You've been invited. <laughs> yeah, man, if you want to tell your part, do it. I strongly suggest you tell your part. But I'm
1: about to go on at this story because the whole situation that happened at Riverfront when, we were all, when me and him were both 14 years old. Um, like I said, this happened 14 years ago. I mean, I'm 28, and he's 29 now, but I'll be 29 in March. My anyway.
0: troop was 14. He reminded me of the guy from Malcolm in the Middle. And his hair, yeah, he had hair, but you would never know it. Bro, I had a lot of hair, dude. You look like that guy from Malcolm in the Middle. Though. <laughs> I don't know who you're talking about that, but. What's uh, uh, that Molly McCocken, dude? Who? You don't mind the cocking. Oh, shit. That, yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah. Shit, did.
1: dude. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go tell my story now. So when I was 14, I was young, naive, immature, and I did not handle things. And it was a summer hot. Friday, a hot summer evening in June, I believe it was. Yeah. had been June. I think it was probably June. And... CJ so invited me down to Riverfront, which was, they called it Rockin' on the River. They used to have that every Friday in downtown Chicago Falls. And like, Don, like I said earlier, it's a longer thing. But when it was a thing, we would just, you basically walk around, just hang out, chill. So, so, I remember that day, we were just walking, walking, just talking about, you know, school and everything. Because, you know, we just met, and... It was, we were about to start our freshman year, and we just became friends. I remember this, yeah, it was, no, shit, no, we, yeah, I was 14, yeah. And I remember we were just talking about, you know, high school and everything, because, you know, what else was there to talk about? <laughs> we were fucking 14 years old, so, I mean, what more can you say, dude? But we were talking about that, walking, we walked up and down to, like, this fountain. They used to have a fountain at the end of the uh, rear front area like a big circular fountain. We walk back and forth just talking. It's all we do for about three hours. So we decided to take a break at the fountain, and we're sitting there talking, and then all of a sudden, a group of these kids surrounded CJ. About five of them, apparently. Four or five of them, all right? And I don't know how old these kids were, but they, for whatever reason, wanted to fight CJ. And... For whatever reason, they saw him sitting there and attempted to push him into the fountain. Like five of them were all pushing him into the fountain, and CJ was holding his uh, back arms against it. He was like so strong because I don't know if he was play football, but he could. They could not push him in. Like they said something to him. I don't know what they said that apparently they pissed CJ off or something. Yeah, no, he didn't have this long hair at the time. He still oh. had the short hair. Okay. But they were they were just trying to push him in, and I didn't know what to do. So I got up. And just started walking, like, stepping back. That's called a bitch move right there. And CJ, to this day, though, CJ told me I should have intervened and t- attempted to get them off of him. And He's I just right. because I didn't know what to do, dude. I'm st- standing there, and I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to do, dude? I'm 14, I don't know, this never happened before. I mean, I went to a fucking Catholic school my whole life. I never witnessed fights like this, dude. So,
0: <laughs> so I don't went have to, to a do Catholic one.
1: school. Well, I know, but I didn't think he wanted, the guys wanted to beat him up for whatever reason. You
0: should have known that when he got yeah. pushed him in the water. They were trying to push him in the water and everything, and I don't remember. So my question to you, Al, is how did he get uh, the blood on him? He got blood on
1: him for something, dude. I don't remember that. But I remember but he the, came
0: back bleeding.
1: Yeah, I don't remember how that happened, dude. I've got to ask uh, CJ's point of view on that story. This is my point of view, dude. And then so basically after that happened, we went to, got CJ's parents, and the cops came and they asked if we knew what the guys looked like. And I don't think CJ said something to them, but fact-check me on that, because I don't know if you said anything to them, CJ. Um, but that's basically the whole story. And then, so to this day, CJ was, gives me shit I got, I got, I got. for not for not sticking up for him, for up. not attempting to get them off of him, for not staying up for his friend. And I know that... I should have acted better. I should have, you know, stood up for you. But I was immature, you know, not responsible enough. You know, I, you know, I wasn't wasn't smart. And I could tell why you are still holding a grudge of me to this day, but you I want you to get over it, dude. I mean, I really do. I mean, it's been fourteen years, dude. You've got just get over to get it, man. Me. <laughs> I mean, every time like recently, like you, you would always bring it up. Like when we hang out like that I remember like a few months ago. Yeah, I'm like, dude. Why are you still talking about that he's 14 hurt. years he's ago? He's hurt, Cody. I wish you would
0: just get over bro, that grudge. Knew- he's had that grudge, though. But that he's, he's really hurt, hurt dude. Like, he, he thought you were one of his good friends at the time. But, shoot, after that happened, bro, I know. He, he just does not trust you. Well, I don't know about that, like, but... Bro, I'm going to be real with you. If you would have let that shit happen to me, I probably would have cut you off. I'm just Tell being shit, real. Dude. I'm being real. I, you you went like five niggas, drop me. Like five of them? Yeah. First of all, CJ CJ man, you should uh you should have had like a cup or something on you and started swinging and swinging on them <laughs> boys. But I can't judge you because I wasn't there. Wherever I was, he he's Cody claims I, I I walked down a different block. But I think you were there. Where, where, where I don't it? think you were with us. I don't think we were friends yet.
1: Oh no, you weren't there because we weren't friends yet. I, think I was at Matts. Oh yeah, we weren't friends with I'm you. We weren't friends with, each, with each other. We weren't friends with each other yet. But I think I, I was friends with CJ. Every but dude, every time he brings that man, I'm just like,
0: God. no, no, uh, we, we were familiar with one another, but I was just, I was still just walking past yeah. the hallway. Just oh, like,
1: you were there, but we didn't know, we we didn't know you that well, so. Yeah, I knew I knew CJ pretty well. You didn't know me really
0: well. I was just the awkward kid, <laughs> <laughs> Cody, the awkward kid. <laughs> so I do remember this part. The next day at school, when. You, uh, everybody found out what you what happened. Tyrell was looking at you weird. Oh, <laughs> they they, they were, weird. were all looking at me weird. Like, dude. oh, well, you got Joe Perrois next up, CJ. Yeah, uh, troop. Like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> My brother's looking at you weird. I yeah. know, yeah. <laughs> right? They, they, like, at me they weird. when they got back to me. i was like, Cody? <laughs> what the? Yeah, Cody, what the fuck is wrong with you? I know. And I remember Matt saying this to you too. He was like, You let CJ get jumped at real fun? I'm like, Okay, he stop
1: fucking bringing it up, man? I know what hey, happened. I, at the end of the day, <laughs>
0: it's not funny, okay? Hey, at the end of the day,
1: he still holds a grudge. It hurts, at man. The end of the day,
0: everybody knew what you did, and the best part of it all was. They had. I, I walked past a staff member's desk, uh, office. Mister Stevens and uh, Mister Murphy were talking about it. Said, "Can you believe that Charters that happened to him? To, to, <laughs> to his work, friend?" Mister Brent's like, "Back in my day, we would never." <laughs> <laughs> well, back in my day, back in my day, that would have never flew. We would have. We would have. Gun hold, that. gun hold, and died with our friends. Man, these kids just do things different nowadays. Bro, I know though. I learned my lesson to this day. Though, if if it
1: happens again, dude, anytime, my friends, i stand for them no matter what. I will be standing up for them, dude, and that's a promise. I just set something up just
0: to test your loyalties. You know, I
1: wish, you know, I wish these would forgive me, you know, for not standing for him. But I can see why he still holds that grudge. Like I said earlier, I wish he would get over it. But bro code,
0: bro, the bro code. We've been over this before. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's no joke, man. He he's hurt. I understand. I understand. Yeah, he's never looked at me the same ever since. Though, so. I you know it's more funny. What? His dad's reaction. (laughs) 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 His dad dad was like, He did what? That kid, kid, I don't want to see, that kid, I don't know about that kid. That kid, that kid, that kid, that kid, no, no. (laughs) That's your friend,
1: huh? Hmm. Well, I... I don't even know this. That – I don't want to say any more about this the whole situation. All I know is he promised to not – bring. one time, dude, I remember we hung out recently. He said – I said, dude, can you promise not to bring that up? And he said, I won't bring that up for a while. For I forgot how many weeks he said. Fact check me on that, CJ. He did say that. So he did say – he did promise me, though, he wouldn't bring – oh, when we were in Michigan. He did promise that, me that he wouldn't bring it up until we went back to Ohio. So the weekend in Michigan – no matter what happened, no matter dumb shit I did, I think it wasn't we in Michigan. He promised us to bring it up, but CJ, I don't remember what when that happened, but it did happen. I know that for a fact. So, <sighs> I need you to fact check me on that? Like I said, so fact check, fact check. Damn, dude, I'm, I'm heated now. I don't want to talk about this anymore. I <laughs>
0: hey mean this stuff gets interesting. It
1: is, but I can go on and on about this. We I mean, are arguing back and forth, and it's not I mean, even worth the. Cody, it. did
0: you? Uh, when they first started beating on C.J. and like pinata, did you actually think that? uh, Were you? Did you think he was just? um. I literally just. I told you I did. I literally just got up,
1: walked away. You told me. He told me. He and
0: You told me. He told me you would hide behind a pole or something. I
1: wasn't a pole to hide behind. I'd be putting words in my mouth. <laughs> Damn. <laughs>
0: Uh, I can not do that shit. I, I mean, back ahead. then, I, I remember that you were you were pretty you were pretty skinny back then. I was.
1: Well, do you think a 97-pound skinny white boy would uh, be able to, you know, stick up for his friend?
0: I mean, you could at least throw yourself like a boomerang. Or, or, or,
1: I probably <laughs> would have got pushed back so fast. I probably would have <laughs> scabbed so easily, dude. Or, you know, scraped my sh- uh, shins or whatever easily. I don't know. Fuck, dude. Hey,
0: Cody, you should pretend it was <laughs> Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Even better, dude. <laughs> Are you gonna take my friend out? Bang, 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 <laughs> bang. Hey, can we uh, get some handcuffs cups over here? Yeah. yeah. Max, Max, Max is hurt.
1: <laughs> oh God, dude! What an interesting segment, though. I'm done, though.
0: Yeah, we gotta move on.
1: All right. Well, next segment's gonna be a better one. And for our second to last segment, we're gonna be talking about leaders and what makes a good leader. So, do just what do you think are the traits? That make a very good leader In life
0: Well I think First and foremost To be a good leader in today's society You have to know how to carry yourself For the good and the bad A lot of times I see A lot of people When things get tough They switch up I can name a lot of people In today's society Who are good leaders But also not also committed to the role of being a leader. For example, a good leader, we could say LeBron James is a good leader. Oh, yeah. yeah. And on the court and off the court. We don't see a lot of uh, things in the papers and the tabloids about LeBron James doing stupid stuff. Um, and that's a good thing because that means he's uh, doing good for society and but what makes the great leader well let's get into it when things are rough and things are not going his way he upslips his teams and says hey guys we got this kind of like on basketball in basketball You can be down by at least twenty points. And what makes a good leader is when you motivate your team to keep on going and not to quit. Yes, you could be down like a lot of points right now, but you never know what could happen in the next quarter. There's a lot of things to make you go on to making a great leader. You gotta have confidence. You gotta believe in what you're standing for. You have to know that what you're saying is the truth. You gotta believe in what you're preaching. And most importantly, you have to be willing to hear out other people. Those are some key factors I love to say. Like it's very important to always know that everybody has a different viewpoint to what you do we're not all built the same and we don't all think the same so if you're not willing to hear others point of view you're not going to make a great leader for example the president we have right now now i'm not going to go too deep into politics but you gotta think. Being a president is a hard job. Because you have to be willing to be open-minded and listen to everybody in the House and the Senate's and uh... What's the word, dude? The elective, elective, uh... Something like that. I'll get the word. But, um... Basically you gotta be willing to listen to other houses to have opinions that approve Elector- electoralism. Yes. Electoral, uh, yeah. The electorals and stuff like that stuff. But basically it's not an easy job being the president. Because that is like a big responsibility and that's a big leadership role in today's society. With everything going on, that is something we cannot mess up. Yeah, something we cannot stress enough about. So, very important. So, yes. And also, another role that's very important judges. Judges are very important. Like, just one bad uh, decision up there can affect somebody's whole entire life. So, that's why it's so important when we actually go out there and vote, we vote for the right people. Because you don't want the wrong person up there making the wrong call and somebody getting hauled off to jail for the wrong reasons. So, I think those are some very, very good people to look at as good role models in today's society. Because, yes, they can be annoying, but I was going to say cops, but (laughs) the way things have been going nowadays... You don't know what to expect of the cops nowadays. Yes, there still are some good ones out there, but how do you know? How do you really know? Yeah, good question, dude. Really good question these days. See, the cops are a very tricky situation and, and a very tricky topic to talk about. Now, I strongly believe... When you're first born on the earth, <laughs> you were all raised to love and respect the cops. But yeah, remember, when you were first on the earth, you had that pure innocence. And you think everybody's your friend. You think everybody is not gonna harm you. But Mama Bear Shield you for evils of the world. Now. I think I've gotten off topic a little bit. You're all good, dude. But. Here's (laughs) my important thing I want to get to the point is. Leadership is a very important thing to have. Because without it. What are we really. Looking at. Here. What makes a good leader? I think perseverance, dude. What are some good traits for a leader? Perseverance. Hmm, perseverance. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Uh, you gotta have perseverance. Uh, I guess, motiv- well, I should say motivation. This you is something I hope you'll do better. So. So, like, for me, no matter what I'm going through, I never give up. I never quit. I I always commit to any obstacle I have to battle go through. I've never given up for anything I'm going through. So That's good, dude. That's great. It's like you got to see a bright side for the dark side. That's great, dude.
1: Is there any stories about you uh, and times you've been a leader, man, in your life so far? Like have you been a leader, dude? Any stories, dude? Sure,
0: why not give a story? Well, I remember there was a certain time where... hmm. What? I took a chance with you, Troop. What? Yeah, remember? You know, there was a time where you weren't the best. You weren't so... I don't see it. Popular. So you were leading me into the right direction? Never. Was... No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, no. You
1: can lead yourself. But. Fall. You lead me to the promised land, dude. Never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. What you're going on about this, but. <laughs>
0: I got some stories if you want me to go. I mean, I will be, I'll be real with you. Uh. I think every time I put on that Special Olympics uniform, I'm being a leader, because I'm teaching them different things, and teamwork, you know, teamwork, my bad, dude, dang, did you again, huh? Teamwork, communication. And most importantly, just believing in one another, you know, Special Olympics, the United Disability Services here in, in Ohio, you know, they don't get as much donations as I think they should. So that's why I volunteer so much for them. Because, like, I believe in the cause. I believe that people with special, um, well, people with disabilities do deserve to get recon- recognition. It's not like a situation where, oh, because they're special needs, that means they can't do certain things. No. They're just like you and I, but they have have a little bit more time to do things. And I think, honestly, you'd be so amazed by some of the people I've encountered doing special effects. I have a person that I have a vessel with who could shoot a half-court shot every single time and make it. And there's other people out there that can shoot Granny style and make it from the free part line. The fact is, you should never judge a book by its cover. And that was very powerful, dude. Yeah. yeah. Shoot.
1: Go ahead. Well, for me, there's been a few times where I've been a leader. Well, I felt like I've been a leader to people. Uh, one. Story I like to share is when I was in high school, uh, when I was on cross country my senior year, I felt like I had that senior leadership, in cross country that year, and with all the freshmen and all that stuff. I mean, I've, me and the other seniors, me, Patrick, my curly, uh, on the front, on the company's man, uh, Sean. How's name? His name is Sean. Yeah, uh, we all led the. Uh, team warm-ups every time when we start practicing everything. So I felt like I had that leadership during that time. My that's for that year. It was really, 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 really good moment of being a leader. So and I think the last time I've been a leader I felt like was when when I worked at FedEx, uh I would basically I was I've been there, I was over there for a year and all the new people I always Train and look, look after, and I would teach them how to, you know, basically run things, how this, how to do this to really affect it efficiently and effectively. And I felt like I was be in charge of the whole line I was on. Uh, make sure that nothing was bad would happen. You know, that packages were getting in the right vans and everything. The whole big shit, the whole shield sh- spiel. So. That's probably the only few times I feel like I've been a leader. Uh, I mean, I don't see myself as a leader, sadly, dude. I know, I know, I'm pretty negative, but I mean, I don't think I have what it takes to be a leader. I mean, I know you were talking about you know leadership and how important it is in today's society, but I just, for me, I just don't think I can ever see myself being a leader because I just don't think I have the characteristics or you know the the stuff that makes a leader a leader. So, but like you just said earlier, it's Leaders are very, very important people in today's society, so we can never have too many leaders. I just got to make sure they're good ones, so that's all I got to say about that, so. Yeah, they just, that was a very good segment though. So you want to end this. We're going to end this episode. Q&A portion again, guys. We're going to be answering a few questions. questions. We're going to be answering a few questions brought, asked by you guys. The listeners, and a few other people that who don't listen to podcasts, but, you know, we're going to get into that. So, DJ Josh, you're going to read some questions, and then we're going to answer them. So, the whole usual sh- shenanigans, dude. We're going to do all that. So, all right, man. Big question.
0: Let's get started. All right. What hard lesson have you learned about family?
1: Oh, you know a lot about that, man. You can start with that.
0: Well, one hard lesson I learned about family in general in my life is there are certain things I feel more comfortable telling my friends compared to confiding in my family with. Why do I say that? Because sometimes with family, if you tell them some things, they want the whole detail in the whole story. Whereas your friends, if you tell them something, they might they might want some of the story, but they'll have the answer right yeah, like, yeah, then an and understanding there. understanding of it, yeah. And they'll understand it and know they've been there before and they've been in your shoes. So you won't have to go in a whole, like, paragraph compared to going to family. So thank you to Anonymous who asked me that question. Uh, for me, family, well,
1: for me, I'm really close to my family and i learned that i mean i learned that you basically i mean no matter what weird shit they do i mean i always feel like you i mean you obviously gotta love them i mean i mean i know there's some people out there who just hate their some of their family members but i feel like you know i feel like you should people just get passed over some things i mean no matter if they're big or small i mean I just learned that, you know, your actual family, your blood family, I know you're talking about friends. I, mean, I know friends can be family, but I feel like your blood family, though, I mean, I feel like you just got to love them because, I mean, once they're gone, they're gone. So, yeah. like, your mom or your uncle or your grandpa or grandma or, um, or mom, dad too, yeah. or everyone, like, I feel like you just got to cherish the moments you have with them because, I mean, like, my uncle, for example, like, he – uh he was recently in the hospital for uh, he had um, uh, leukemia, a uh, form of leukemia, and I thought that he wasn't going to beat it, and he did. And that goes to show you how you know he could he could have his life could have ended and then there. And also, prayers, family, powerful. yeah, pra- prayers are also powerful. So I appreciate you guys for all the prayers you send for that. So he's doing a lot better now, but but like, yeah, I just feel like family. Like, you know, like blood family, you just got to love them. I mean, that's why I learned the biggest lesson. And cherish the time you have with them because you never know when their time is up. And also
0: can fall into friendship, too. And friends, too, yeah. Because we've had a lot of friends that passed on, and they were close to us like family. Yeah. So I guess that kind of goes both ways with friendship and family. So
1: that was a very good question. Uh, Thank you for asking that, too. So, yeah. Any, next
0: question. Next question comes from an Anonymous. And they want to know what do you regret most? I'll go first. Well Well, there's a lot of things I regret
1: in life. <laughs> but I feel like the thing that I regret the most was probably probably never Probably never, to be honest, never. I mean, when I went to school for, I, pr- I probably regret college for. Well, I probably regret not studying it sooner. That's probably what I regret because I, I have solely a certain amount of time now left to get the job I went to school for, which if you guys don't know, I measured in uh, aeronautics with a concentration in air traffic control. So I'm trying to become an air traffic controller, and my time is coming up for that because – they only take people until they're 30 and I'm 28, and it's really hard to get into the uh, FAA Academy with that. So I kind of regret not starting that career path earlier. I wish I would have done it, and you know, I feel like I probably would have had a higher chance to get in if I would have started earlier. So I have less than two years, a little over two years left to do that. So, well, less than a year now. Oh, no, a year, a little over a year now. So, So, yeah, so fingers crossed I get in, but. That's probably one of the biggest regrets I have. What about you, d
0: I've got a lot of stuff in my life, but I think the biggest regret I have is not taking a year off after I finish high school. Because I think had I done that, things would have went a lot better. Because after I got done in high school, I was dead tired. I don't blame you. <laughs> Mentally and physically. Because you do four years at, at high school. Yeah. And you strive to be your best. And if you're committed, four years of college. Too. and then you're just, you, Right after that, you're just going straight out the bat. Yeah. Right into another environment where you have to think and adjust yourself to new rules. And I honestly just need a break. And then, you know, with all that pressure, them talking about, oh, if you take a break nine times out of ten, you're never going to go back. They always say yeah.
1: yeah. Well, dude, speaking of that, I want to say something really quick. Uh, I was in college for eight years, and the reason why I was in college for eight years is I changed my major right at my third year. So you know, eight years in college, I mean, I, I was, I told myself, I was like, I'm not gonna give up, I want to graduate, you know, so I did whatever it t- takes to graduate, and I know it took me longer to graduate, and money-wise, too, it cost me a lot, but when I got that degree, though, it was worth it, so yeah. that's something I don't regret, is finishing going to college, but so, yeah, I mean, that's for me, dude, but I get what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Really good question, again, Like questions like that, so Makes us think (laughs) Any questions, next question?
0: Yeah What's something untrue That you believed for so Well, for too long And this is from Wisdom Wednesday So I repeat it one more time What's something untrue That you believed for too long (laughs) Uh, Well, you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) the only thing I can think of at the top of my head right now is when I was little, (laughs) probably that Santa Claus is not real. Santa Claus is not real. The Easter Bunny is not real. The Two Fairies is not real. All that is, I believe, for so long when I was little, just to find out later, it's not true. So that's for me, dude. What about you?
0: Well, uh.
1: I guess. Oh, I got something else, too. I'll say something really quick. You Go ahead. So, other than that, I got another thing. I also believe that... That I believe at the time that I didn't... You know, I thought that I had to, you know, do this or I had to have this or I need to have hair to get a girl. I believe that for the longest time. And I just learned recently... Shout out to uh, who was that? Uh, shout out to Chris. She uh, she Bye. told me, and my mom said, "I don't need to get, don't need to have hair to get a woman. So I can do it without it. I can do it bald. I can do it balding like I have now. So I believe that I needed to have my hair because once I started loosening it, I thought I wasn't going to do it. And that ties back into what I was talking about last week's episode with confidence. So." But now I believe I don't need to have hair to get a woman, so... Yeah.
0: Okay, so... Back when I was, like, in mid-teenager, middle schoolish, Um... There used to be this stupid saying that... If you were friends with girls... You were weird. Oh! And... I, remember that, dude. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking... Because once I got my first friend that was female... I never looked back because I liked the way that she smelled and everything. <laughs> there was something about it, because the first friend I had, she wore hair like with one of them little bow ties, scrunchies, whatever you call it, and had a neck t- uh, sh- choker. But um, a the choker. thing is this, though so was <laughs> like, what the fuck were we thinking back when we were kids where we let, had let, that much power over us to thinking that girls were weird? I mean, wow. I'll never forget the first time I got my ankles broken by a girl. Sheesh. And also, this is one that really is interesting. So, this is a big one in the, like, New York Times that I used to believe was true, but then I look at my mom and I know damn well it's not true. That girls can't do what guys do. So basically what I mean by that is, girls can't have the certain jobs that men have. And people are always saying that, oh, a girl can't be a mechanic. A girl can't have a job that a guy has. So, let me go in the story now. I think I was in maybe ninth, maybe not ninth, but seventh grade when I started realizing that because I saw it. It was a girl that had a project. She got an A plus on it, and it was in the science fair. She assembled the whole entire like battery pack, basically, and it charged up it did everything right but the fact main factor is where it comes into play that I started thinking like people give my mom crap all the time about her knowing how to fix her car and do all these things that well you're supposed to have a husband for but she doesn't need that she can do it by herself and that's kind of like how today's society is it's kinda of weird for a woman to know how to do all that kinds of stuff. Right. Andy, that was a good question though. I I love the question. But I guess it brings me to this to this also. It's like when are we as a, as a society gonna realize that women are just as equal as men? Don't ask me. I ain't got the answers. <laughs> I'm just the one trying to Shed light on some of these things that we never stop think of. I mean, we look at the statistics. The WNBA, shit, they got some of the most talented players in the world on there, but they they're getting paid less than the men. <laughs> I ain't got the answers. I'm just shedding light on some of the problems. Okay, so. I think you got time for one more question. Yeah, one more question that's end strong. Alright, so I gotta go, I'm gonna go off the off the grid on this one. Bye. mind, By doing this. What do you wish to be remembered for? Well, that's
1: a good question. Um, I wish to be, to be honest, I wish to be remembered by, for, I, I mean, in a general sense, I just wish I uh, could be remembered for, I mean, I guess what kind of, I mean, how good of a person I was. I mean, I mean, I know that's something that's pretty vague and gen- generic when I say that, but I just feel like if I really felt like, if I was a really good, like, you know, person to someone else, I was a really good friend, I want, or, you know, or I helped people in a good way, I wanted to be remembered by that, you know, big things and small things, you know, for everything I did, I just feel like that's something I want to be remembered for, just how good a person I was, so, I mean, you know, what more is to say, so to that.
0: That's how I feel, though. What about you, dude? I definitely would be what i like to remember as a person to go out of his way for his friends, his family. Well, that's really good. And I want to be known as somebody who's very loyal and to somebody if I have, let's just say, I have children in the future, let's just say that I'd like to be known as a loving father and most importantly just also be remembered as a a hard working and loving son and dedicated big brother but other than that you guys I wanna be make sure this is included too. I was a proud member of so yesterday pod because you guys do not know how awesome it is doing this podcast. So I would definitely want oh, to... Oh, yeah, that's something too, yeah. Yes, I would definitely would like to remember for this podcast right here. Every day I do this podcast or well, when I do it, I love it. So Yeah, we, we
1: enjoy doing this. We really like setting up and doing new episodes for you guys weekly. The break was nice, but it's so nice to be back into it third week, or third episode now, season two, and seven more to do after, this, or six more to do after this, so. and Also,
0: should we mention about the bonus episode? Yeah, we're going to have two bonus episodes this year.
1: We're going to be having two bonus episodes, and more details for that will come after you do episode and ten.
0: also, be looking forward, because we're going to have a summer edition coming this year. So, you be tuning in for that, and the summer edition is gonna be way better. And I mean, way better. It's gonna be kind of more my ideal ish.
1: But yeah, yeah, that's
0: fine, dude. I figured but, it. <laughs> but just get ready for some fucking laughs
1: and like laughs uh, and good stories. Of yes. course, we got really good stories from summertime too. We didn't mention yeah. last season, so yeah, yeah. So stay tuned for that, guys, and. Thank
0: you guys for tuning in as usual, so. Yep, as usual, you know. And I got to always say, if you're rocking us, we're rocking with you. Thanks for tuning in. And this has been another podcast powered by...
1: We really appreciate you guys as always. Thank you for the continued support, continued listeners. You guys are awesome. We always appreciate you guys. The questions, keep the questions coming in. We're gonna be answering more questions next week's episode and beyond. So if you guys got any more questions, don't be afraid to ask. And we'll ask pretty much or answer pretty much about any question you ask us. So yeah, so don't be shy. We enjoy answering the questions. That it's a really new segment that DJ you came up with and we really appreciate you guys as always like I said. So
0: and as D Josh always says, no matter how you tune in iPhone, tablet, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, we appreciate you and this has been so yesterday, so yesterday, so yesterday, so yesterday, so yesterday, so yesterday. Yeah.
1: Appreciate you guys. Peace out. Live life to the fullest for the day you die. That's my motto. Always live by it. Peace out, guys.
0: Word.